Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Barely Thriving Ave. I am Maya. I am the host of this podcast. Um, <laughs> I like to just talk about life, talk about things I'm working on, going through revelations, all those things that comes with being um, <clears throat> now 32 years old. Yes. So that's great. So yeah, let's let's just jump into what I'm thinking about. So it has been a few weeks. Um, last time I had posted a podcast was beginning of February, and I said I was going to do this whole month of like Black history and like just dedicate that to just all Black, right? Well, I dropped the ball. Um, I literally got sick. I did record one thing and then I was going to like edit it and then like send it out, but I never did. I got super sick guys. And then I got super busy, um, with traveling and stuff. So yeah. And then my birthday came around very sickly birthday. Um, I'm still getting over it and hopefully I can get through talking for a good long time without, um, hacking, like, like I'm dying. (laughs) Honestly, I went to the doctor yesterday because I'm like, I'm still, I am still like coughing up a few lungs. Um, and apparently I have allergies. I don't know from what, but, um, allergies, bronchitis. Yeah. I'm sickly gal. So, um, thank God I'm not sick, sick, like, you know, but I have, um, allergies now. So anyway, moving forward. So I will be posting that last one along with this one. Two, there's a twofer this week. And then this week, I'm going to still dedicate this week to Black History. And then we'll move forward to regularly scheduled programming. I know it's Women's Month too, but like I always showcase women or like I'm very girly girl. I'm all for the girls. You know what I mean? So like I'm, I didn't think it was something I should be doing right now, but for everyone who is, like, great, thanks. Um, (laughs) Let's get into it. I guess I can talk about, since, so the last recording that I did not post yet is literally moments before I went to the, um, like, um, the Super Bowl party for the Eagles, and as we all know, they lost. Um, I was looking forward to the craziness if they won, but they lost. So everyone went home. People were still, I think, on Broad Street, like, rioting. So um, I did not partake. I don't like angry rioting, okay? Happy rioting. A little weary, but I might be okay. Angry rioting. That's a bad idea for me. So we went straight home. And then, yeah, my birthday came along. I was sick, but I had a lot of love. Thanks to everyone who um, cared enough to just say happy birthday, at least. (laughs) And then, you know, of course, all my friends and, you know, well, wishes and, you know, things like that. So, and gifts. And and the number one thing was that happened on my birthday that I didn't even care that I was sick. I got Beyonce tickets, guys. Your girl got Beyonce tickets because her she has the, the best boyfriend in the world who bought her Beyonce tickets for her birthday. So 
all in all, even though I was on my deathbed, I was at least on my deathbed with a pair of Beyonce tickets. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was great. It was actually, honestly, it was actually a good birthday, even though I wasn't 100% like 100% healthy. I still appreciated that my that day I felt I felt lucky and blessed and all of the things so yeah it was it was a great day on the couch and then I went to Tampa and that was fun um I went with one of my coworkers for like a business trip and we had the greatest time um we worked of course we worked but you know in our off time we had time to just hang out and you know and it was great it was warm I did not know about this thing called red tide which made my life worse because I was always already have bronchitis so I go on the beach right we're on the beach soaking up some sun okay it was like the Sunday before we had to go into work so we're like let's just go to the beach and hang out right I'm coughing I'm coughing sneezing um can't breathe (laughs) All of a sudden, I look over. She's coughing and sneezing. Can't breathe. Apparently, there's this thing called red tide in Florida, or I don't along the Gulf, maybe. And it's seasonal, and it kills things like fish. There's a dead fish washed up on the beach. Thought that was weird, but um, that's why. And um, yeah, we ran into a lot of things that day, or that that weekend. Um, yeah, the dead fish thing. Some guy walked by us and like he like literally stepped on the fish and cut like tumbled and then cut his fish. Not cut his cut his foot. He did and the funny thing, so my coworker saw everything and then I was just looking down at my phone and I looked up and he was on the ground. <laughs> so I didn't actually witness it, but it was a tumble, she said. Um I did see the blood on the bottom of his foot. So hopefully he did not need a tetanus shot. He sh- maybe he should get a tetanus shot because who knows what the hell he has now, especially with the red tide. Crazy. Oh yeah, and then another point with the red tide thing. Yeah, the reason why we were coughing it messes up the respiratory respiratory system. Yep, just toxic. It's toxic ish, just messing up with your lungs and and everything else. So that's fun. And now I think I just have like longer lasting effects from it. So. I mean, the beach was so nice, so I guess it outweighs it. <laughs> I'm still alive. And then, oh yeah, and then another thing that happened. So we were on our way home from the airport, right? And, or like going to the airport to go home. We were still in Tampa. And we drop off the rental and there's like a couple in front of us and they're like older like boomer looking um they're older people and they were maybe 10 feet away from us so we get out of the garage area for like the rentals and then we go in through this like automatic door and then maybe eight more feet is like the escalators so as we walk in the door they're already at the escalators okay mind you her husband is like far away from her he gets on the escalator before her. She's struggling. She has a bag in front of her, a bag behind her, and like a bigger like tote bag on her. Like she had like a lot of crap on her, right? 
and she like moved wrong or like the bag slipped something happened all i heard was oh oh like that and then she like falls backwards bangs her head against the escalator and then continually goes up the escalator while laying down head first and she's screaming help now I am 90, 98 pounds, so soaking wet, okay? I am about five feet tall. I also have a big-ass bag on me and a big backpack. Now, this woman, average, average-sized lady, taller, got a bunch of bags and suitcases around her. Do you think... I will be safe if I caught her or tried to like lift her as she's going up the escalator. Now, mind you, I I wanted to do something, okay? I didn't know what to do. I was also very shocked. It was very like bystander effect because everyone was kind of like, like stunned. Um, and it wasn't that many people there, but it was like me and my coworker, her husband, and then I think there's a woman. In, yeah, there was a woman in front of her husband. Like she was like all, all the way at the top. But the funny thing is, when she fell, her husband was still holding onto his bags and, like, carefully placing the bags, like, away. Like, I don't know. Maybe that made sense because if he just dropped the bags and the bags would have tumbled and then he would have tumbled, it probably would. Now that I think about it, probably, like, no matter what anyone did, someone would have gotten hurt, okay? So she, he was helping her up. Um, my coworker was kind of behind me. She was kind of like, I want to be in this. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was just shocking for like everybody. Right. And I was feeling the same way. Like, I'm like, Oh God, like, what am I, like, what am I supposed to do? You know? So she's, as she's tumbling, he's like trying to come down the escalator to get her. And I'm like, we're, and we're like, we're like closer to the escalator <clears throat> excuse me and um it's like I'm at the bottom of the escalator at this time and she's like in the middle so then I'm like okay well, maybe if I create a barrier this is like what's going I'll create a barrier so like if she continues to fall like something will catch her I don't know like it was a lot and I couldn't just rush up there with all these bad it was a lot okay first of all they shouldn't a, they shouldn't have not went up the escalators with all those goddamn bags, okay? Two, her husband should have either had her in front of him or very close to him, okay? Why would you leave your wife? Now your wife is laying down on the escalator. And now you, now you got an attitude. And then you had an attitude. Because I get up to the top and she's sitting down. And I'm concerned. And so her husband comes towards me to get the bags and stuff because they were still like at the um, top of the escalator. And I was like, is she okay? And he's like, I don't think so. And he like looked at me like I was like, I did something. Like, did I do something? I didn't do anything. Okay. I had no idea that this would, the, the events would happen. Okay. I'm just a bystander. And I wasn't even at the escalator when she fell. By the time I got to the escalator, she was halfway up. So what do you want me to do? Run up there with my small ass so I could 
so I could try to get her and then fall? Like, I know it's tragic, but dude, like, take care of your wife, okay? Like, at least I asked, okay? And then I tried to look around and see if there was, like, a worker or somebody around. But then, like, somebody else was helping them, so I was like, okay, I think they're fine. So, like, left, right? But, yeah, it was... It was a sight to see. Um, hopefully she's okay. You know, that was that was a that was a hit to the head, dude. Really was the back of the head too. She probably like lost some vi- like not vision, but like got blurry vision. You know, because that's the back of your head. But yeah, the things that happen to me. You know, every time I look around, there's always something. So that was basically what's on my mind. Oh, and I did want to talk about the latest craziness in politics, like drag show bans in Tennessee. Why are we, why? People are just making money. So the crazy thing to me is you don't want drag shows, but you're okay with strip clubs and brothels. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So you're not gonna ban stuff like that, but you're gonna ban drag shows. And you don't want drag drag queens we- reading the kids. Okay. But people in costume can probably read to kids, which is basically the same thing. Hmm. Sounds crazy to me. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna put in um like some resources to kind of make a change and like stop having our lives be reversed. I mean, I've heard about the new Jim Crow laws in um Mississippi, like all these things. It's just crazy to me. Oh, also, and then like the student loans, that's never gonna happen. It's going to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is heavily Republican. It's not, we got to pay y'all. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I don't know if I can. (laughs) Now that I have not paid for so long, life has been a little bit easier. A little bit easier. But nope, they don't want that for us. They want us to go back to work and um, not work from home and just go back to the way it used to be. Because boomers are freaking ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, ugh. Anyway. Anyway, I think that's all I had for what's on my mind. So, as I said before, I do want to keep it, keep it black. Keep the topics related, at least. Circular around blackness. Um, and I wanted to talk about creating space. And... And, the, and that could be like with, usually it, it means like creating space at work or with something, some change that you want, you know? I have, I'm recently going through things where I feel like I need to step up my game a little bit in regards to just making a presence and, and like being myself and not conforming too much. And that's something I struggle with. I try, I mean, I am myself. I try to be myself. I'm, I am mostly, you know, fun, bubbly, 
type of person. And so I kind of like try to like extend that into my everyday life and not like be dry because I don't like being dry. I hate that like profession is like dryness. I just don't like it. (laughs) It's just not me. And although sometimes I feel like people don't think that I'm serious or they don't take me seriously. If I just show how I work, then I don't think that should matter, right? But anyway, that's just a sneak peek of what I'm talking about. Um, So yeah, let's get into the main topic. All right. So I have to take water breaks, guys. Oh, I need Claritin. Okay. Um, <laughs> so taking up space, especially as a black person, especially as a black woman, it's very difficult to take up space. You kind of fall into this, this mindset where you have to kind of disappear or um, camouflage yourself so people don't notice you and don't pick on you and don't fire you, right? And I've noticed even in the bestest of places to work, sometimes you run into those situations where a black woman is being authentically herself and they're not going to like everything and they're not going to agree with everything. And that's normal. And literally everybody else does that. But when a black person does it or black woman, especially a black woman does it, they are ridiculed. They are pretty much like psychologically tortured. And they're, they're usually like on the chopping block and it's really messed up. And I feel like it's really difficult to kind of navigate that and, and teeter that line of this is me, this is who I am. And this is what I tolerate and also kind of like playing the politic game. Cause no matter what it is with work, especially with work, there's always politics because at the end of the day, we're all human and we're all trying to like, not please everyone, but like trying to be liked. So life to me is like a constant popularity contest. I think so, especially when it comes to like going up the ladder, like you have to know someone and you have they have to like you and they have to like, you know, relate with you otherwise they're not going to think of you they're not gonna try to help you so it's a lot of that like that battle i feel like so i always like to say have allies have a mentor if you can i struggle with finding mentors because i don't know what i want to do in life sometimes so it's kind of hard for me to find one i feel like Mentors are great for people who like, no, I know what I want. I'm going to use this person to help me. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong Um, and making making excuses. (laughs) But finding someone to help you out and to give you room to create your space is is, um, detrimental. Because if you're doing this this by yourself, yo, it's hard. It's you. It's probably possible, but it's hard. 
And I've worked at places where I didn't, I had friends, of course, but I didn't have anyone like in my corner. But I'm feeling like I might have a chance to have people in my corner now. So, and I always, and, and I feel like, especially with my old, older, like career, like my earlier career, like I was scared to like make those bonds with people professionally. I'm very good at making friends, but I'm not good at making professional, like professional, like, like colleagues, you know? And it's a, mostly about work and growing and how can I do better and how can I, what can I do to make my career better? And I think that if I can find a way to do that, then I feel like I can, I can move, move more swiftly, you know? And, um, again, I love to say, like, <clears throat> say about my podcast is like, I am a work in progress and like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like all and I I have this sounds really egotistical but I feel like I have a lot of intellect and a lot of um and that I'm, I'm really good at giving advice but sometimes I'm really bad at like taking my own advice you know what I'm saying and um so when I say these things I always like to remind people of this because I, I say this all the time but like when I when I say these things it doesn't mean that i completely practice it it's just something that I think about and I like work through and then what I what I think makes sense and and um, hopefully it helps people and it helps myself because girl I don't know if I'm doing everything right (laughs) and and I'm always working on things so so yeah so anyway so yeah finding finding allies finding a a community to help you move Uh, friends are great but are you going to find friends or are you going to find professionals that like have the same goals as you or similar goals than you Uh, friends are different friends is like let's go out let's drink the hat let's have fun you know let's talk about personal shit all the time of course that's great but like you don't always have the like the same goals as like your friends because it's different like you're it's a different vibe, right? So that's the first thing I think that would help to create space. Also, just like speaking up, something I struggle with too. I feel like my last couple of years, I've been more, more confident. I really think it's the 30s, guys. I think it is. I think when you turn 30, and I can't wait till I'm turn, like honestly, like I hate being old, but then I like being old. I'm not old, but I like being older because I feel like if I was 22, I would not even think how I'm thinking now. Like I would be so uncomfortable and like so um, insecure. And I I still have my insecurities. I'm not perfect at all, but like it's just the level of confidence is just so much different. So much so yeah, this past couple of years, I'm a little bit more vocal and I still pick my battles. I don't, I don't, I don't have time. If I know that I'm not going to get good reception, I'm not going to really try. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like, especially if I've tried it before and it didn't work out, I'm not going to do it again. If it, it has to be worth it. It has to be worth, worth my efforts 
for me to like speak up and say, Hey, I don't think this is a good idea or I don't like this or I do like this and kind of give my two cents. I think it it's still a work in progress, but it's something that I am working on. Also, I'm very small and like I look young. So like, I don't, I feel like a lot of people think that I, oh, she's a good worker. She's so sweet, da, 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 da. But they, I really don't think that, sometimes I don't think that they like label me as like a leader yet. And that's a problem. Even though I've been a leader before and I'm damn good at it, it's just like people don't see that at first. So I kind of have to work a little harder, even more <laughs> um, to even get that like respect, right? So speaking up is a big thing and that's something I do have to work on. Um, and also just stop saying sorry. This is from, this is a note. This is literally an episode for myself, honestly. I need to stop saying sorry. I'm the most sorriest girl ever. I say sorry all the time. And a lot, a lot of that is just probably imposter syndrome and that I feel like weird in certain spaces, like, especially like in the positions that I'm in now, like I feel like, oh, how did I get here? You know, but I know how I got here. It's just like, you just feel weird. <laughs> I I was in a meeting once, like I was in a meeting and this is also about speaking up. This is a good example. I was in a meeting of with a client, not a client. I'm well. We are the client of 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 a broker or whatever, and we didn't. We don't like how they're doing things, right? And so we had a meeting about how they're not doing things, right? So we have this meeting, and my boss was like, "Go ahead, Maya. Just tell them what." what needs to be done and I was like okay (laughs) I was like pretty nervous but I just went I just like got into the zone and I was like hey you're not doing this right I need to do this more and then they'll like say oh we did this because and I, I can't really get into the like details but like we did this because this and that and it just sounded like a bunch of excuses and I was like that's an excuse and I, I literally, I did kind of say like, hey, I don't want to be a jerk. I really want to work well with you guys. But like, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. And I really came down on these, these women that are older than me, that are white. And it was weird. <laughs> it was so weird. But I felt at the end of the, even though I was like sweating, profusely sweating at the end of the meeting I felt like I could just do anything I felt so strong and like powerful but like I didn't feel like a tyrant but I felt like oh holy crap my voice matters like holy shit wow and that that was like the first time I felt like oh okay I'm here I'm here and I'm ready let's do this you know And I just know that, like, I just need to be more like that all the time. Not, not some of the time, not when someone gives me the, the green light. I need to be like this all the time, you know? So speaking up is great, you know? And then I, yeah, not saying sorry all the time. I need to stop that. 
I'm actually talking to my therapist about that. I sh- you know, so she's helping me. <clears throat> and um, I have to replace. Well, basically, she told me like replace the work. So basically, like, is that a saying? Like, uh, if you're interrupting something, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm I'm interrupting you. Instead of saying that, like, hey, do you have any free time? Do you have time to talk right now? It's not saying sorry. You're not sorry. I can't be sorry for walking into a room because I'm supposed to be in that room, you know? And I have been practicing that, and I need to stop saying sorry. I need to stop doing it. And then another thing is just, like, don't be someone you're not. Now, we all talked about code switching. I do it all the time subconsciously. And that's just kind of part of my personality, I guess, depending on who I'm around. It's not like I'm being somebody I'm not. It's just kind of like I kind of mirror a little bit. So I'll talk more proper with certain people and I'll talk more, I don't know, more non-proper. Um, I don't know. But you know what I mean with certain other people. So so like I'm not gonna talk about that too much but I'm talking about just like like I said making yourself small um agreeing with things that you don't really agree with things like that just being somebody you're not trying to act like somebody you're not just to appease to people or like hire up people you're not going to really be respected for who you are. You're going to be, you're going to be maybe noticed for like a second, but it feels very short term. Kissing up to people is not really a thing. And yeah, be yourself respectfully. Now I say this respectfully because I don't think that cussing people out or being disrespectful or being pretty much an asshole and saying, I'm just being me. No, you're just being an asshole. Like don't, like don't confuse the two be your authentic self but be respectful be professional in your in whatever you feel like that is to you not what other people think i'm not saying wear a three-piece suit but i'm also saying that don't wear a garbage bag find the middle (laughs) find the middle find find whatever is catered to you and and present that best you to whoever you need to present it to right choosing your battles is also a thing too and yeah sometimes sometimes you do have to play a little bit of the game but just don't sell yourself out you know what I'm saying like because that I don't like the oh like don't be a sellout don't play the game like you're gonna have to play some of the game to get where you need to go I'm not saying you have to be an Uncle Tom I'm not saying you have to be ancient mama, ancient mama. <laughs> My dad used to say ancient mama. Just to, so now I say that all the time. I'm not saying you have to be chucking and jiving. I'm just saying that you do have to be nice. And that's not, I'm not saying try to like give them a cake. I'm just saying just be be yourself but respectfully and also have that rapport with some, with these people 
And again, not everyone is receptive. So this is best case scenario. But like have a rapport with people where you can say, hey, I don't like this. I feel like this is better. I don't agree with this, you know, and it, and they can hear you, you know, now does that happen to everybody, every boss? No. Um, and that's, that's also when you have to think about, is this place right for me? I've tried, I've tried, you know, so all of that kind of comes into play and like, what is catered to you? What is best for you? Now, if you just want to work and that is it, go ahead and do you but if you want to create your space you're going to have to find a catered way where you can be yourself you could be respectful you could be powerful and in you and um that's very it's very layered that advice is very layered <laughs> very like um there's a lot of nuances with that you know so whatever you feel like is best for you do it and the thing about me is what I need to work on is I do need to be more assertive I do I can't be nice all the time and that is something I have to work on so I understand when people are like you know don't be always nice and I'm like but <laughs> no sometimes I need to be a little bitchy and like i said that meeting with the those brokers i was like oh this is this is what it, this is what it feels like you know so yeah and with that with that assertiveness be ready to be challenged especially as a black person especially as a black woman i like this i like to separate the black person and black woman because we are a step down Black men, they have it hard, but they are also get, get to the top a little bit faster than we do. So they were also able to vote first. So, okay. Okay. But you're going to be challenged. You're going to be, you're not going to be taken seriously sometimes. Or they're going to take it the wrong way and take it like something's being, someone's being aggressive. And depending on how much you like the place you work, or like what your passion is, is kind of how you deal with that, right? Like if I don't give a, a hell about this place, I'm leaving, right? But if I do, if I want to make a change and I just don't get along with this one person, then I'll find a way to, I feel like it's just, this is a misstep, right? But if you don't feel backed, especially by like even higher ups or like whatever, like, or the people around you, you just feel alone and then like, reevaluate right but that's why allies and mentors they come to play when you are challenged right so yeah that's basically what I have with that before I um am unable to breathe <laughs> maybe I do need that inhaler my doctor said I need an inhaler and I was like yeah dude I can't breathe <laughs> I need an inhaler but anyway that is all I have today. Yeah, I guess to sum things up, you know, um, find your allies, speak up, stop saying sorry, don't feel sorry for being in a room, and don't 
don't be someone you're not. Be yourself respectfully. And be ready to fight intellectually. <laughs> not like, don't throw hands. You'll get fired. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's basically what I kind of wanted to touch on. And that is all for that mean topic. But create your space, be you, and don't apologize. So, this um, episode's positive affirmation is I am allowed to, I'm a, I am allowed to exist as I am. And I had, that is from wordandsoul.com. Wordandsoul.com. And then, of course, I have give the Black History Month that fun fact. So she is dubbed hip hop's first godmother by Billboard, singer and music producer Sylvia Robinson produced the first ever commercially successful rap record, Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. And along with her husband, she co-owned the first hip hop label sugar hill records what the wow right you you think dude started this no (laughs) no that's why these days these rap dudes are boring they're boring shitty not that good unless you're like j cole or you know actually have Kendrick, you know, actually have a purpose. These other rap songs are, are the same. They're boring. Okay. And the, the women are actually making bangers. So moving along. <laughs> so that is it. That is all for this episode today. I don't know. Um, I am going to post both episodes this weekend. Um, so look out for that. And then... If you need to to just check in on me, I'll be on TikTok and I'll be on Facebook and I'll be on IG at Barely Thriving Av, all one word. So yeah, check me out. Engage. Um, so yeah, you guys have a great week and I will see you next week. Hopefully. Don't hold me up on that. Okay, bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>